Shiok Meats is a cell-based clean meat company based out of Singapore. They are producing cell-based crustaceans that grow six times faster than animals in the wild. I had the pleasure of interviewing their first hire, Durga, who taught me about the importance of clean seafood and more about the conditions of factory farm shrimp than I think I ever wanted to know. We walk through how they got started, their technology, how their product is solving environmental and food safety issues, and also saving time for chefs. In the future, they hope that the cell-based technology they're working on will be available to consumers too, so you can grow your own crustaceans in the comfort of your own home. Since most of the world is social distancing at the moment due to COVID-19, this type of future thinking is definitely a worthwhile goal. In the meantime, I'm excitedly waiting for Shiok Shrimp to be on my dinner plate, and they're hoping this will happen in 2021. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Evolve.ag podcast. Today, I'm here with Durga in Singapore at Shiok Meats, and we're going to hear all about what's happening within our team. Hello, everyone. Thanks, Wendy. It's a pleasure being here, and I'm really excited about the podcast. I would love if you could just give us a little bit of background about Shiok Meats, how long it's been in business, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Shiok Meats is a cell-based clean meat company, the first of its kind in Singapore and Southeast Asia. And our company was founded by Dr. Sandhya Sriram and Dr. Kai in August 2018. So Sandhya and Kai were basically stem cell biologists who have been working in premium research institutes like Agency for Science Research and Technology. So they left their jobs, high-paying jobs, you know, with a vision to use their skills and knowledge to make food sustainable. Sandhya also has prior experience in business development, and she's been a co-founder of two other companies like Biotech in Asia, which is a news website company, and SciGlow, which is an event management company that organizes scientific uh, conferences and workshops. Wow, that's really exciting. And let me just back up a minute. I would love to hear about your role at Shiok Meats, how long you've been here. I think I heard that you were the, the first employee. Yes, so I'm the business and operation manager here. And I've been working with Shiok Meats for the last 10 months. I was their first hire. And uh, in terms of my background, I have a master's in life science and have co-authored publications in the field of metabolic diseases and infectious diseases. So I was interested about commercialization and business side of scientific research. And therefore, I took up a master's in business administration as well. So I was completely fascinated by Shiok Meat's vision to disrupt the food space by producing meat without killing animals. Be a part of a moment where there's no animal cruelty involved. Can you explain a little bit about what Shiok Meats is doing now? Yes, absolutely. So shiok in Singapore and Malaysian slang means fantastic or delicious. So our company mission is to bring delicious, healthy, clean seafood and meats by harvesting from cells. It's similar to your greenhouses for fruits and vegetables. So in order for you to grow a plant, you take a part of a plant cutting and then place it in a nutrient-rich environment for the plant to grow and bear the fruits and vegetables. Similarly, in cell-based meat, we isolate stem cells from an animal and then allow them to grow by placing them in a nutrient-rich environment, which is nothing but providing them carbohydrates, fats, proteins, vitamins, and minerals. Then these expanded cells are then grown to create the meats and bioreactors, which is nothing but a fancy name for a pressure cooker. So I think through this technology, we only grow the meat portion that we consume, 
rather than the entire animal. Can you tell us a little bit about how long you think it will take? And I know you're still in the R&D phase, but from going from taking that yeah. cell from the shrimp all the way to having a shrimp on the plate. It's six times faster. It's going to be four to six weeks. Wow. Right from the isolation process until we grow them and produce the meat. Great. And what food products are you making? Can you disclose that? Yeah. So being in Asia Pacific, we consume a lot of seafood when compared to red and white meat. So that was the reason our founders decided to focus on crustaceans like shrimp, crab, and lobsters. And it's a multi-billion dollar industry with Asia being one of the largest exporters. Now, there are numerous reasons why cell-based seafood is important. Firstly, if you look into the ocean, you have only a finite number of fishes and sea creatures. Overfishing and bycatch is constantly depleting their numbers to an extent that we do not have enough to rebreed and restock them. For example, for every uh, pound of shrimp caught, there's 20 pounds of bycatch involved. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, look at that. Oh. And if you look at the oceans, they're polluted with microplastics and heavy metals like mercury. And research says we, we dump about 8 million tons of plastic into our oceans. And if we're going to go at this rate, it's going to be more plastics in the ocean rather than fishes. Mm-hmm. And also most of the seafood uh, that we consume comes from factory farms. So shrimps are bottom feeders and therefore they feed on dead and decayed organic matter. So many of the farms exploit this condition and grow them in sewage water. And then they load them with tons of antibiotics and hormones to make them look big and clean them with bleach so that they, the color looks yellow. Oh my God, think about you're eating these kind of shrimp. I don't think I'm ever going to eat shrimp again. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You're going to eat shrimp again, but it's going to be shiok shrimp, right? <laughs> Which is clean. Oh man. And also look into, uh, you know, the because they wanted to do the shrimp farms, most of the mangrove forest areas have been cleared. And this leads to a number of ecological problems, like, you know, it, it gives, it introduces non-native species and diseases, and the organic waste and the chemical effluents from the farm, from the shrimp farms, they actually pollute the underground water and coastal estuaries. And mangroves typically have been home of millions of uh, coastal inhabitants like birds and fishes. Think what will happen to all of these inhabitants, and it has really destabilized the entire coastline. So I think listening to all this cell-based seafood is the need of the R. Yeah, and it will give nature time to start regenerating itself, Yes, absolutely. Right? You need time for all this. That's great. And have you tried any yet? No, uh, I haven't tried any of them because I'm a vegetarian. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but we did have our first prototype, which was released uh, last year in DFS conference. And we had three of our investors tasting it. Oh, and they told us the umami flavor and the sweet of taste of the shrimp was all there. I imagine that must be the hardest part is to get the texture right, especially with seafood. Yes. So right now we are focusing more on minced shrimp but the later stage we will be moving to more we'll focus more on the texture part of it as well how soon do you think we'll be eating shiok products we are in research and development and we hope to be in the market end of 2021 that's great now as a vegetarian is this something you think you might try in the future because no animals were harmed it's been for both ethical and religious reasons that i have not been having so i'm not sure but i'm sure i could help my other meat eaters to eat without guilt. Who is your target audience? I think it's any meat and seafood eater would be our target segments that we would cater to. Any seafood lovers 
who think about the ocean are our customers. And do you think it's going to be hard to convince people to try out meat that's made from a cell versus, you know, meat that you find at the butcher shop? So I think nowadays people in Asia are more concerned about where their food comes from, what is the nutritional composition, how is it made apart from its taste. So our major initiative so far has to be to increase the awareness since awareness leads to adoption. So we have an infographic on our website, which talks about the entire process, right from isolation to how we produce the meats. So th- this gives them a clear vision of the technology. We're very transparent with our location. I think that's the first step, you know, shift consumers' mindset and the trend to adopt such novel technologies, which is good for their health, for the planet, and for everybody around. Do you think you guys will be selling to chefs and yeah, restaurants so first? Yeah, that's going to be the business model. It's going to be a B2B business model for us first. Are there a lot of chefs here in Singapore that are really excited? Yeah, about there this? are a lot of chefs who are really very excited because it's, it takes a lot of time for them to de-shell the shrimp. And then when you say we have a minced shrimp ready, they're, they're all very excited. And especially uh, with shrimp, you know, the way it's grown and farmed, that's such a nasty one. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, how long it takes to actually prepare a shrimp, you know, with peeling it, peeling it and all yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, what a time saver. And what are some of the biggest challenges that Shock has faced up to this point? Uh, Shiok started with a $10,000 angel investment, and that's how Sandhya and Kai started off. There is absolutely no academic research out there to talk about isolating stem cells from shrimp. So they cut open the shrimp and figured out the entire technology right from the scratch, and they filed for the patent too. I remember them telling me and our team that they used to take a ferry to St. John's Island to carry out isolations there. Where is St. John's Island? It's St. John's Island is in Singapore, so you have to take a ferry and go there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they used to take a ferry in the morning and go do the isolation. So I think all the hard work was done by our founders. And now we have the biggest seed funding for any clean meat company of 5 million USD. And this is mainly used for research and development to bring the price down and scale up the process. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. You all must be very excited and proud. Yeah. Are you worried about competitors at all? I think we have good barriers to entry because we are the first to file for the patent for because there's as I told you there is no academic literature out there so we we have the entire technology done by us from the scratch and I think we are way definitely way ahead of others. Have you had any challenges with hiring people here in Singapore? Um, or just hiring in general since it's such a new field? Yeah, it involves highly skilled people. So it's going to be a challenge for any clean meat company. So, But but we still managed to get, one, get the best talents here in Singapore. Great. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about being here in Singapore. There's so much food tech happening in this city. And it's so great to see because, you know, so much of the food here is imported. So I'm really curious, what are the benefits of having a cell-based meat company in Singapore? I think Singapore is a great country for any business because it's got excellent infrastructure and has one of the well-trained and productive workforce. And in terms of food security, I think it ranks top in the global index for food security and having and giving people access to quality foods to meet their nutritional needs. And now with Singapore 30 by 30 vision, where it wants to increase its food production from less than 10% to 30%, a lot of investments and initiatives are taken by the government to produce more sustainable urban food production. And cell-based meat is one in that line. That's great. So the 30 by 30 program is a government-instituted yeah, government kind of... one. Yeah, where they want to... Because Singapore imports 90% of its food from, you know, more than 180 countries. Yeah. 
Are there regulations in place yet for cell-based food? Yeah. So the Singapore Food Agency is the regulatory body which is in charge to bring about cell-based meat to market in Singapore. So they are classified under the novel foods and so far there has been no framework in place. And I think today we have announced that Singapore will be coming up with a framework. So that's a good news for all of us. And whereas in US both the FDA and USDA are working very closely to jointly regulate meat produced by cellular agriculture. Is that a positive for you guys? Is it kind of like, oh, you know, ask for permission later and break all the rules now and No, uh, right from day one we've been closely uh, working with SFA. So we we are closely working with them trying to know what's required. We do, you know, a lot of in-house testing which which is required for like any food. We are doing the process. It's it's good to work right from the beginning. So that's what we've been doing with SFA. That's fantastic. And what's their take on all of this? Are they really excited about it? Yeah, they it? are very excited about this. As I said, like Singapore's 30 by 30, you want to produce homegrown foods. So I think we, we fit in well into that stream. Now, are you all partnering or collaborating or even talking to other people in this cell-based, cell-cultured? <laughs> yeah, it's quite a close-knit ecosystem. So, uh, constant collaboration and open innovation, I think. And we know what are the recent developments and things happening in this field. What term or terms do you all prefer? There's been so much controversy over the past yeah. year about cell-based meat or cell-cultured meat, lab-grown meat, etc. Is there a particular I term you like? cell-based and clean meat is something that we would like. Are there ones that you would avoid? Lab-grown. You're not the first person I've yeah. talked to in this space who said that. And then, okay, one more question. Where do you see the meat industry in like five or 10 years? Um, I think I would see a mix of plant-based, insect-based and cell-based food in the next five years. Because in order to feed the growing population, the traditional meat production is not going to be enough to cater to the protein content or protein needs of the portion. So there should be different sustainable forms of production. And I think all the three will be out. I think in 10 years, the factory farming will be reduced significantly. I think by 10 to 15 times. I don't think people will stop eating meat, but they will move into eating meat, which is more sustainable. And I and I truly believe people who really want to eat meat, it's not going to go for plant-based, but rather cell-based meat. So I, I think in 10 years time, we would see all the three uh, alternate proteins in the market and depends on where people want to try. Yeah, I can't wait to see. You know, I think we have so many animals right now and the systems being used to sure. slaughter them and grow them. Yeah. Just, you know, not and good like for agriculture is not the way forward. Yeah. You know, as part of adoption awareness that I told you, people would love to hear more about how the process is and how we've been doing. I think people like you are spreading the word around. I think it's a great job because it helps consumers who are following you to, you know, know about these processes and technologies and adopt them. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about that. You know, there are a lot of people who take initiatives to blog about sustainable food production, which is the need of the art. Yeah, I'm happy to help. This has definitely been a passion of mine. And I was very sad about the way the world was going for a long time, especially when it came to food and agriculture and just the environment, the climate, all those things. But I feel like now with a little bit infusion of technology, there's just been this whole blossoming industry of food tech that's really going to help 
change things and change how people eat, what people are eating. I mean, just to look at the um, Beyond Meats IPO was crazy, like crazy to me. You know, maybe it's just a, a fad or a trend. I don't know, but it's just refreshing to see that people are adopting these new eating habits and tiny things. Absolutely. You know, that's very important as well as not only for sustainability, but even looking at the health aspects that people have been consuming risks associated with colon cancer and so many other diseases and contaminated with blood and fetus of the animal. So if you look into all the aspects, I think uh, sustainable alternate ways of producing meat is is very important and cell-based meat uses technology but in a better way to help the planet and the consumers consuming it amazing well thank you so much Durga for meeting me today and having this conversation it's been such a pleasure and I wish nothing but the best for you and your company I can't wait to see when Shiok Meats is on grocery shelves or being served at restaurants here in Singapore I will definitely be trying it thank you thank you so much Wendy thank you for your support you're welcome That's it, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our podcast with Shiok Meats. And that's the show. Industry.